There have been three asteroid sample return missions, um, the Hayabusa mission and the Hayabusa 2 mission, which were operated by JAXA, and NASA's OSIRIS-REx mission, which will return samples from the asteroid Bennu in 2023. Although these are the first and only asteroid return missions that humanity has conducted, um, we have been studying asteroids for over a hundred years because we get pieces of asteroids that fall to the earth and they be, they're the meteorites that we recover in the deserts and in Antarctica. And scientists have been studying these asteroids to learn about the formation of the solar system and the earth and even in some cases, possibly the origin of life. Meteorite is used to describe the asteroid rock that's recovered from the ground. When it's entering the atmosphere and it's burning up and ablating, it produces light and that atmospheric phenomena is called meteor. Once it's on the ground, um, it could be there for hundreds of years or longer and it's oxidizing, it's getting wet, um, it's exposed to bacteria that are changing its chemistry. And so when we're studying, we want to understand what the original components are and what the original ingredients are without this contamination, which is why we send spacecraft like Hayabusa 2 and OSIRIS-REx to the sources of these meteorites, the asteroids, to get the freshest sample possible and understand the unaltered history of these rocks. Carbonaceous asteroids like Ryugu and Bennu contain a large amount of water by weight percent in their mineral structure. So it's not loose water like ice or liquid water, but in clays and phyllosilicates, the water is bound in these structures. And there's a thought that these kinds of asteroids um, delivered the water that's the source of the Earth's oceans. Um, there's also an interest in studying these asteroids and their water content for something called in situ resource utilization, which is rather than if you wanted to um, travel to the outer solar system or if you wanted to build a space station, rather than bringing that water from, work, from Earth, you can mine the asteroids for this water and use that to make not only drinking water but rocket fuel and propellant. So this is a way where we can use the asteroids as living off the land, or in this case, living out off of space. So one interesting thing about asteroids is that they may be the source of the gold that we find on the Earth. Um, when the Earth formed, um, it differentiated. So when it was molten, all of the heavier elements like iron sank and formed the core, 
and the lighter rocky material form the mantle and the crust. Um, gold is what we call a siderophile or a metal-loving element. So all of the gold and heavy metals would have gone to the core. So the fact that we have abundant amounts of gold on the surface that aren't in the core, we think that those probably came from generations of impacts from asteroids. If you look at certain meteorites on a microscopic level, you'll find within them submicron bits of pre-solar grains. These are bits of dust that condensed in the atmospheres of stars billions of years ago before our solar system formed. And those grains, um, when the star died, um, were ejected in stellar outflows and they traveled throughout the interstellar medium and they ultimately got incorporated into our solar system. And you can find these fossils of these dead stars in these meteorites that we study. Um, all of the material that we're made of is stardust, but it's all been reworked and reprocessed and so it all has the same fingerprint as other stuff in our solar system. These fossils still retain the original isotopic signature of the stars from which they came. One of the more famous facts about asteroids is that it was an asteroid impact that killed the dinosaurs. For a long time, there was a mystery. Was it climate change? Was there some other catastrophe that killed the dinosaurs? But it turns out that there is, at the boundary, um, it's called the KT boundary, when the dinosaurs became extinct, you can find all over the world an elevated layer of iridium. Iridium is a siderophile element, which means it's a metal-loving element. So you don't find a lot of it on this Earth's surface abundantly. So the fact that everywhere on the planet you find this layer was sort of a real smoking gun that it was actually an asteroid impact that killed the dinosaurs. There are populations of asteroids on Earth-crossing trajectories that may potentially impact the Earth one day. And depending on the size of those objects, they could either cause localized damage to cities, or if they're large enough, they can cause mass extinctions. So these present a real threat to humanity. And we've been on an effort to identify as many of these asteroids as possible calculate their orbits, and more recently with the DART mission, which is the double asteroid redirect test, we have experimented with changing the orbit of an asteroid, um, and this was a successful test. And so one day we might actually be able to divert um, a potentially hazardous asteroid into a safer orbit.